So today I'm delighted to be joined with my colleagues, um, Aoife Hart, Head of HR, and Olivia Bush, um, CEO. So here at Flowforma, um, we've been working from home for about six weeks now. Um, and we've learned a lot about the tools, the structure, the extra communication, um, which is all necessary for achieving those all important KPIs. Um, so over the next half hour, we're going to share with all our attendees um, some tips for working from home and what's been working for us. And we're going to cover four key areas. So they're trust, communication, routine and fun. So the first topic uh, today is trust. I know lots of our listeners um, want to foster a culture of trust to empower their remote teams to thrive. Um, ladies, what do you recommend here? And Olivia, I might ask you to kick that one off. There are times when difficult decisions have to be made, um, but being clear on the reasons behind the decision-making helps people accept those decisions. So it's important how you present these messages. So I recommend taking some time to think about your communication. There should be no mixed messages and you should have clear reasoning and facts to present support your decision where possible. I feel this clear communication also reduces stress levels and it gives people a level of comfort. And I think people really appreciate it if they know you're being honest with them. And the end result that everyone's looking for is that everyone works together to a common goal and there's a common understanding of where the company is going and the goals it's striving to meet. Another part of achieving this com common understanding of goals is by setting clear expectations of what you expect from your separate teams performance wise. So agree the goals with your teams and the individuals in them with a clear outline of how this is measured is important. So, you, you know, you've got to agree them with your teams and the individuals and um, everyone needs to be clear on how this is being measured. You know, for example, when we moved into lockdown, we agreed as a management team that the focus should be on maintaining productivity. We understood this wasn't business as normal. You know, people have children at home, they may be managing homeschooling or looking after an elderly parent. However, we wanted the team to stay focused on the things that mattered. So we implemented ways to help everyone keep focus and monitor performance rather than monitoring bums on seats, so to speak. Yeah, Olivia, I think this is a very important point. Uh, both employees and managers want to feel like they are being productive. Some of the things that we've put in place helps the employee feel safe, that they know that management can see that they are performing, even if they're not able to keep their regular hours. Um, Olivia, I think you've implemented some great initiatives to monitor performance, uh, which will be useful to share. Yeah, so some of the things that we've implemented are setting monthly KPIs or targets, which we discuss weekly at a short company update every Friday. And we find that this has resulted in everyone helping each other and working together as one large team because everyone is rewarded when any of the individual teams achieve their monthly targets. We've also implemented daily team catch-ups with managers every morning to set priorities for the day. And we have weekly target or KPI updates from with the team manager and myself to monitor progress. So all of these things are to create greater transparency and collaboration across the business. Also as a company, we set quarterly objectives that have to be smart. 
So they have to be specific. So they have to target a specific area for improvement. They have to be measurable. So you, we have to quantify or suggest an indicator of progress and both parties need to clearly understand what that is. They need to be assignable. So we, suspect, we specify who will do it. They should be realistic. So state what results can realistically be achieved given the available resources and time bound. So specify when the results can be achieved by. So these are agreed collaboratively by both parties at the start of each quarter. And we find it focuses everyone on the correct priorities from the team manager down. And everyone in our company has bought into this concept now as the normal. Of course, all of the above hard work and collaboration outlined has to be recognised and rewarded. And Aoife has some fun suggestions around that. Yes, Olivia. Actually, um, one of the ways that we in Floforma do this is by setting goals for each department monthly. And when a department reaches a goal, the whole company is rewarded. So the rewards get better as the number of goals achieved in a given month increase. So we might start off with a 10 euro lunch voucher for one goal achieved, uh, up to leave early on a Friday of your choice if three goals are achieved. So some nice virtual rewards that we have set up are Kindle book or physical book of your choice, uh, a wellness gift, uh, Amazon vouchers, having a virtual lunch get together with a beer, uh, a mystery gift box and virtual escape rooms. We have found that these company rewards um, with them, employees are more likely to reach out and help other departments. They do this not only because they are rewarded for every department's success, but also as a result of trying to solve obstacles that other departments are facing. I personally love the monthly rewards, and it's just an added bonus that uh, they have also significantly increased collaboration, which is so important for building trust. Thanks, Aoife and Olivia. Um, yeah, I think the rewards are, are brilliant. Um, I know myself, um, I loved getting the Amazon voucher and I got some feedback from my team that everyone really appreciated that. I think um, Olivia has already spent her Amazon voucher as well and bought something nice. Yeah, I loved the Amazon voucher. Um, it was one of the first things I spent, Neve. Perfect. What did you buy with the voucher, Olivia? I bought a jigsaw with my Amazon voucher, given that we're spending a lot more time at home now. I wanted something to occupy myself. <laughs> That's a great idea. Okay, thanks ladies, those tips are brilliant. So what we might do now is pop on to our next topic today, which is communication. So I guess communication has never been so important. Um, and thankfully in 2020, there's lots of tools out there to help us. Um, so ladies, I think our listeners are interested in um, some tips for communication. Um, and Olivia, I might start with you if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Neve. Um, I guess the first tip I would give is that I'd say it's important to use all the technology available to you to improve communication where you can. So where human contact is limited, which it very much is at the moment, we need to try to move those conversations that happen around the water cooler or meetings in the boardroom to virtual conversations where possible. For example, we've encouraged the use of video calls as the normal 
and we have had feedback from people that they find this method of communication much better than audio alone. It just means that people can see facial expressions along with the audio tone, which can be helpful for communicating, but also makes people feel you're physically nearer. And it also encourages people to get dressed for work, which is always a good thing. Um, we understand that some people might be a little uncomfortable with video at the beginning. It's, it's new to a lot of people and they may feel it's a little intrusive. But most of the tools that you use now for video conferencing allow you to blur or choose alternative backgrounds. Um, that can help it feel a little bit less intrusive. So I'd encourage you to do that. Um, there's various collaboration platforms out there, such as Microsoft Teams, Skype or Slack. And they're all particularly beneficial at this time. If you can utilize these platforms to help you communicate quickly to employees um, via Teams or, or another form of communication, perhaps they would have Teams on their work phones, um, then that's really useful because you can get the communication out quickly and then in turn you can implement the changes required. So that's all highly beneficial. So, for example, you could quickly communicate any government change, such as the move to working from home um, via the Teams app. But then you find that you need to be um, digitalized to then quickly enable employees to work from home or to implement any work changes, such as moving to the three or four day week. So you need to be able to communicate it quickly and then you actually need to be able to move to implementing it and digitizing as much as possible enables you to do that and enables you to be agile as a company and respond quickly to change in market environments. So it's important to remove the barriers to productivity by implementing the tools needed, such as electronic signatures or the removal of paper processes to digital, to remove the need for physical travel and the journey of paper from person to person. However, alongside these digital platforms, it's important to roll out a company-wide strategic communication strategy. And I know Aoife has some recommendations on the best way to do that. Uh, yeah, Olivia, um, a communication strategy is very important, especially to ensure that teams keep working together. Uh, it can be a little bit harder to get the opportunity to talk across teams while working from home. So here in Floforma, we try to facilitate cross-departmental communication as much as possible. We have implemented a five-minute update each morning that everybody in the company completes in Microsoft Teams. They write in the chat to tell everyone where they are, what they're working on, any comments they'd like to share, and a joke of the day. It's just a nice way to get to know people across different teams. Uh, one of our colleagues just put up a beautiful photo of their bird last week, which loves to rest on top of her monitor at home these days. So it's a great space to see people's personalities come out. Um, I've also had feedback uh, from employees that the five minute update is a great way for them to get their priorities organized for the day as well. We have also implemented a 15-minute weekly check-in with the whole company to review the monthly goals. As Olivia said earlier, it's uh, normally on a Friday. Everyone in the company joins the call and every department gives an update on the status of their goals and any complications that they may be experiencing at the moment. Uh, we also gave any company updates through this meeting. 
So new starts introduce themselves or any new company initiatives are announced here as well. Since implementing this, I find that there's a better understanding for staff of how the company operates as a whole, which is extremely important to us as a small company. The other thing that we have implemented is a virtual coffee chat for 15 minutes at the end of lunch for people to catch up if they have the time. Um, we've had some great conversations on this coffee chat where people share advice, their own experiences, and obviously have a chat about the weather as well. Um, this gives us in Floforma a nice space to have a water cooler chat that we cannot have in the office anymore. Uh, last week, one of our staff was looking to set up broadband in his house. So there was a nice chat about the providers others were using and which broadband provider had the best performance. So it's important to have a space like this for staff to chat to each other about things other than work. Uh, communication is key during this pandemic and our main fo focus in Floforma is on keeping communication lines as open as possible. And these are just a few things that we've put in place to enable this. And they're super tips, ladies. And Aoife, I think my personal favourite is the um, quick catch up in the morning. So that helps me kind of prioritise my tasks for the day. And it's great for collaboration. So um, I've even been lucky enough that someone in a different team sees what I'm working on um, and they offer to help me out. And, you know, it's good for a giggle uh, with the jokes that people put up. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but we still get a laugh. Um, so thanks for those tips. Um, so what we'll do now is we'll jump to our next topic, which is routine. Um, so I'm sure our listeners aren't missing the daily commute, but I suppose the routine of regular hours and breaks is highly recommended. Um, so ladies, you might share some of your top tips for perfecting that daily routine. Um, Olivia, I might start with you if that's okay. Yeah, so I guess, Neve, my first tip would be to keep your normal routine as much as possible. So if you usually get up at 7am, do that as normal. Have your breakfast and your cup of tea, not in front of your laptop, and get ready for the day. So get dressed and be ready for that video call. Um, I find personally that it helps me to dress for important meetings in the same way that I would if I was going to the, into the office. So, you know, on the days that I have a board meeting or something important, I would get a bit more dressed up a bit more corporate as I would if I was in the office and that helps me to focus and get in the correct headspace. Next thing I would recommend is to set yourself daily goals. So I spoke with a colleague recently who didn't feel that they were being productive while working from home as the days just blended together and I'm sure that happens for lots of us so sometimes you don't know what day or what hour it is and at the end of the day they just didn't feel like they'd achieved anything and when we were chatting it through, it became apparent that this person used to make lists. So in their normal routine, when they went into the office, they made lists um, and they'd stopped doing that while they were working from home, just to got out of the routine. But it meant that at the end of the day, they no longer felt the sense of achievement they had when the that they used to have when they ticked off their list. So a simple fix was, you know, implementing their daily to do lists again prioritizing them at the start of the day and taking them off once completed. So it just highlights that structure is especially important at a time like this when lots of other changes are happening to our daily routine. So it's good to keep structure there as much as possible. 
The other thing I would suggest is that you leave the TV off because it's very easily to get distracted um, and that you perhaps have background music or listen to the radio if you live on your own and you're not used to the silence. Um, that's a good thing to do. I, I do that. I have the radio on and, you know, it's just background noise and background um, music and it can give you a bit of company. The other thing I would suggest is that you manage your kids. So for those of us who have kids at home, you know, our partners or spouses at home, set the expectations um, among everyone. So set the expectations for homeschooling, give them tasks to do, put a movie on, you know, give people advance warning of important calls so they know to keep the noise down and to leave you alone for that period. So I warned everyone today that I'm on a webinar for an hour, so they need to keep quiet. Um, so, you know, it's important just to manage the expectations for those you share a home with. Everyone has important work to do and you need to work together to make sure it gets done. And again, communication is key on that. Um, the last thing I'd suggest is having a workspace with a door if possible, um, so you can close it um, and kind of, you know, this is your work area. Or if you can't do that to create a temporary workspace, I know Aoife is going to expand on that a little bit more. Yeah, so there's a few things I like to do to keep routine. Um, we've been forced, unfortunately, into working remotely, which can easily take over your personal space and time. So I think it's important to create, spend some time creating routines that you can adopt to aid a healthy work-life balance. Uh, it's important to um, keep regular breaks while working from home. This happens naturally in the office when you go get a coffee and have a chat in the canteen, or you walk over to someone's desk and have a chat. So I try to do focused work for 20 minute slots like the Pareto method. And then I take a 10 minute uh, time to myself to either get a coffee or uh, have a call with one of my teammates. Uh, my physio actually said to me before lockdown that sitting in the same position for more than 20 minutes can actually cause issues with your muscles. So it's good to switch up your position every 20 minutes or so. Uh, also, as Olivia mentioned, it's important to set aside a space that you can dedicate to be your office space. Ideally, it would be a separate room from your living space, but if you're unable to do this, you should allocate a section of the table that you use to work. I have seen some people have moved uh, desk chairs to their kitchen table to define their workspace. For me personally, I need to focus on trying to keep work separate from home. So when I finish at the end of the day, I find it's very important to shut down my computer. Uh, the act of doing this and closing my files helps me acknowledge the fact that I am finished for the day and that the next few hours is my own personal time. So they're just some of the ways that I try to keep my routine. Thanks, Aoife. I personally love the setting the daily goals. So I'm that like checklist person and I'm ticking things off at the end of the day. And sometimes it, that's a really nice way to finish uh, your work for the day. And then you can treat yourself with a bar of chocolate or a gin and tonic or whatever it is that you like for a treat after work. Um, so next up, we want to talk about recreating office fun. So I know some people might be missing the Friday beers or the foosball antics. So um, ladies, I might get you to share some tips that you have for recreating fun at home. And Olivia, I think, is going to start with um, on the topic of keeping morale up. 
Over to you, Olivia. Yeah, so just before Aleti, if we get into the really fun things, I guess, you know, I just wanted to take a step back and think about why we do this. So as a leader in an organization, part of your job is to manage the people. So you need to think about the things you're you're going to do to keep your team motivated while working remotely. So it's a little bit different from we're used to. Um, but it's your job as a leader to maintain morale, momentum and meaning to help people stay focused. So only by maintaining momentum can the business continue to be productive. And in order to maintain momentum, you must maintain morale. So after we went into lockdown as a company and we started to work from home, one of the first things we did was send everyone a work from home treat. And we had a discussion among the team and we decided that we would send everyone their favorite brew, whether that was tea, coffee or hot chocolate. Um, and we were able to order and send these online. And in each one, we included a small gift card that said this was just a small token to give some comfort while you were working from home and that it was especially important to look after your well-being at this time. So it was just an acknowledgement that we knew that these were very different times for everyone. And we got great feedback from the company and everyone was very appreciative and it definitely helped lift the mood and also was a great topic for our coffee chats in the middle of the day. Um, we've also tried to think of various virtual rewards for hitting the KPIs and the targets. So we still have the monthly KPIs and targets running during this time, but obviously the rewards need to be a little bit different because we can't all go out for dinner together. So as been mentioned before, we had the Amazon vouchers, which I personally loved, and I think everyone can get find something on Amazon that they like. Um, we sent out Easter e-cards, we've got mystery gift boxes, and all of that can be sent to their home. Um, and I know that Aoife has lots of other ideas on this topic. Yes, Olivia, I have a few ideas that we've implemented uh, to try and keep up the social aspect of work, as well uh, to try and encourage people to get together and have a laugh. Um, we've had a virtual drinks night where we had a beer or a wine or a cocktail and the chats. Uh, we actually did the emoji quiz uh, that was floating around to get everyone involved as with some of the virtual events, I find there can be awkward silences. So by doing the quiz, this really got everyone engaged, trying to come up with answers, which was a great way of getting the conversation to flow. Uh, we're also setting up a virtual quiz where we're splitting the company into teams of five and they have to come up with their own quiz questions and it's self-marking. So to be honest, very little to organize on this and it gets teams collaborating and chatting outside of work things, which is something you want to facilitate at this time. It's a very stressful time at the moment. So I think it's important to encourage people to have a laugh and the quiz and drinks are just some ways that we've been trying to promote a bit of office fun at this time. Well, that's great advice. So um, thanks everyone for attending. Um, stay safe.